What exactly was it that made Moshe Rabbeinu right and Korach wrong? Presumably, it's the simple fact that Hashem had chosen Moshe and not Korach. Is there a need for any further discussion? For us today, perhaps not. But for everyone present at the time of Korach's rebellion, this given was, in fact, not taken for granted. Indeed, it was the very matter of contention. Had Hashem chosen Moshe and Aaron or not? Did Moshe Rabbeinu just fabricate his chosenness out of a desire for personal grandeur and just honor his brother out of nepotism? To answer this question unequivocally, Moshe Rabbeinu summoned Hashem to intervene with a wonder to reaffirm his decision. But given that the chosenness of Moshe and Aaron was apparently not a given for the immediate spectators of Parshas Karach, we really have to wonder who at the scene of Karach's rebellion could have possibly known better. After all, over 200 of the most influential princes of Israel were convinced by Karach's campaign and awarded Karach their endorsements. Clearly, at the end of the day, they were tragically mistaken. But did they have a chance? They were not at the burning bush when Hashem expressly selected Moshe. And once Karach raised doubts about Moshe's chosenness, were there any possible leads towards the truth of the matter? Was there even a clue of Moshe's evident chosenness before the earth opened beneath Karach's feet? For the answer, we have to return to Karach's argument that Moshe is hoarding the honor for himself and those closest to him. Why do you raise yourself above the congregation of Hashem? That was the allegation, that was the question. The answer to this question appears in no later than the very next Pasuk. And Moshe heard, and he fell upon his face. Now we do not appreciate the incredible sentiment of this Pasuk, therefore I'm going to restate it. And Moshe heard and he fell upon his face. Once again, this is the tell-all answer to Karach's argument. Karach stated that Moshe elevated himself above others. Our thinking is likely that Moshe should have retaliated. Karach, you are out of your mind. I never wanted this job. But once again, perhaps only we know that Moshe was the un of Ma'od Mikaladam, the most exceedingly humble of all mankind. But before presenting any arguments to Korach or contending to rightfully defend his honor against this egregious allegation, he literally heard Korach out and he fell on his face in total submission. Indeed, he did not raise himself up, but he threw himself down. This humility was not just an important midah that Moshe had mastered and which Korach had not, but it was the winning Mida, perhaps the very reason for the respective chosenness of both Moshe and Aaron in the first place. Yes, they were the most humble individuals, which is also why they could not possibly generate a counter-campaign to Korach's and needed Hashem to declare them the winners. And indeed, in contemporary politics, humility is often a disadvantage. But this absolutely most crucial Mida was likely why they won Hashem's favor in the first place. In a similar vein, this Mida of humility is the reason heaven itself would later also award the victory of halachic authority to Beis Hillel over Beis Shammai. It's for the same reason that Chazal teaches us to always be humble like Hillel. Indeed, this winning Mida is a lost Mida today. Whether on social media, in politics, or any relationship, Everyone struggles for attention, grandeur, and honor. No less in the most religious forums of Torah and Tefillah. How many people deliver Divrei Torah, much like this one, to receive attention? Or lead a prayer service, daven for the Amud, to hear the sound of their own voice and the compliments of others that will follow. Even when we attempt to enlighten others with our influence, we implicitly accentuate 
our own uplifting virtue and the depth of self-reflection. And even if we're not lying about our qualities but are honest enough to admit to our foibles, we often do so in the form of humble brag and use our quote-unquote confession as a pedestal and platform to preach to others, thus building ourselves back up. We never truly throw ourselves down, thus humility is truly the lost mida. And if we cannot master this mida, at the very least, we can admit to ourselves that we struggle with it and meditate on it every so often. It might influence our course of actions. And if we can do that, we may be well on our way to victory where it counts. May we all be zocha to give, to find the lost mida of humility and give it the attention that it deserves. And in that matter, we should be able to hear the tidings of Anovim Higiyaz Mangi Ulaschem O humble ones, the time of your Geula has finally come with the coming of Mashiach from Heir Ben-Ena.